Hi, my name is Gianna Ao, and my final project will be on sea level rise and its impact on San Francisco. Overview: One of the most well-known consequences of global warming is the rise of sea levels. Over the past century, the average height of the sea has risen more consistently, less than a centimeter every year. But those small additions add up. Today, sea level is five to eight inches higher on average than it was in the 1900s. That's a pretty big change. For the previous 2,000 years, sea level hadn't changed much at all. The rate of sea level rise has also increased over time. Between 1900 and 1990, studies show that the sea level rose between 1.2 millimeters. And 1.7 millimeters per year on average. By 2000, that rate had increased to about 3.2 millimeters per year, and the rate in 2016 is estimated at 3.4 millimeters per year. This graph here on the right shows the past, present, and future global mean of sea level rise. The gray shading shows the estimated sea level change in the past. The red part shows the estimated sea level measurements from tide gauges of the relative past, and the blue parts show the predictions for the future. So I'm going to go over four different topics, and the first one is why is the sea level rising?、Um, the second one is the potential consequences and who is affected. The third is the future of sea level rise, and number four is how can we adapt to the changes that we see because of sea level rise. One, why is the sea rising? As global temperatures have risen, some of this ice has begun to melt. As ice melts, meltwater flows into the ocean, gradually raising the sea level. Of course. Each year, the amount of ice on land changes with the seasons, but overall, global warming has begun to disturb this equilibrium. Melting has outpaced snowfall, and the loss of ice has been greatest on mountain glaciers in the mid latitudes and tropics on the Greenland ice sheet. The Antarctic ice sheet seems less disturbed. However, there is evidence that the rate of ice flowing towards the ocean has increased. However, this is not entirely the cause of sea level rise. The chemistry behind sea level rise: thermal expansion of water. Ice on land melts faster because its heat capacity on land is far less than that of the sea. This makes the ice go through the phase changes from ice to liquid faster. Through this process, the water molecules move faster as more heat is taken in and the kinetic energy goes up. Whenever the increase in temperature happens, this thermal expansion means that the land ice volume gets bigger and bigger. This picture on the left shows how the molecules look like during thermal expansion. As you can see, as the water is heated, the molecules vibrate more and they will take up more space. Two, potential consequences. Generally, changes in the sea levels have devastating effects on coastal habitats farther inland. It can cause destructive erosion, wetland flooding, 
aquifer and agricultural soil contamination with salt and lost habitat for fish, birds, and plants. Another consequence is an increase in the severity and frequency of major flood events around the Bay Area. The San Francisco Bay, which includes more than 1,000 miles of shoreline, is vulnerable to a range of natural hazards, including storms and extreme high tides. This is all due to rising sea levels resulting from global climate change. Who will be at risk and how will SF be affected? People who live near the coast. These include vulnerable communities in San Francisco, such as those who are low-income, renters, not proficient in English, and without access to a car or disabled. In addition, major transportation corridors and critical infrastructure such as energy facilities, major ports, harbors, and water and wastewater plants, roads, hospitals, schools, emergency facilities, and power plants, etc. These are all the parts of the city and people that are at risk. In the event of a four-foot sea level rise, nearly 28,000 San Francisco residents classified as socially vulnerable would experience daily flooding. The term socially vulnerable refers to the potential harm to people. Number three, the future of sea level rise. So, how will sea level rise change in the future? Most predictions say that the warming of the planet will continue and is likely to accelerate. This causes the oceans to keep rising. This means that hundreds of coastal cities like San Francisco will face flooding. The most recent special report from the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change says that we can expect oceans to rise between 10 to 30 inches, which is approximately 26 to 77 centimeters by 2100, with temperatures warming up to 1.5 Celsius. In addition, if all the ice that currently exists on Earth in glaciers and sheets melted, it would raise the sea level by 216 feet. That could cause entire states and even some countries to disappear under the waves. Although that's not a scenario that scientists think is likely, it would eventually happen if the world keeps burning fossil fuels indiscriminately. This graph shows us the correlation between sea level rise, global temperatures, and CO2 concentration. As you can see in the picture, they all look very similar, so we can use this to predict how sea level will increase based on the temperature and the concentration of greenhouse gases such as CO2. We can also look at the graph from previous slides. As we can see, the predictions of sea level change in the future favors a strong upward trend. Even though we are not exactly sure how much it will increase, we know that the sea level will rise higher than ever before from a range of 200 millimeters to 500 millimeters by the year 2100. Four, how can we adapt? So what can San Francisco do to either prevent this from happening or to adapt from it? Well, there are three things that we can do. Number one is to accommodate. This means that we would raise our waterproof assets in place. Number two is to protect. 
This means that we would create natural or engineered barriers such as wetlands or levees. Or three, we could retreat, which means that we would relocate sensitive assets to low-risk areas and transition high-risk areas to lower-risk uses. Although these adaptations seem simple and applicable, they can only get us so far because the problem of rising sea levels will not be going away. Here are some diagrams that help depict the sea level rise adaptation plans that we can use. In the picture, we can see that to accommodate, the building is raised higher. This helps protect the building from the rising sea levels without having to relocate. In the protect diagram, we can see that there is added infrastructure or plants to shield the building from the waves. And lastly, in the retreat diagram, the house is positioned farther from the water so it doesn't get submerged. The best way to prevent the need of these adaptations is to reduce emissions. Burning fossil fuels such as coal, oil, and natural gases spews almost 7 billion metric tons of carbon dioxide annually. Even though some sea level rise is inevitable, we have time to reduce how much will occur. So the sooner we can slow the warming of our planet, the easier it will be for future generations to adapt. That's it. Thanks for listening.